four. Get my shoes on out the door. Five, I'm alive. Six, seven, eight, feeling great. Nine, gonna shine, life is good. I'm doing fine. Ten, gonna do it right and do it again. Yeah, look into the sky with all the beautiful color, but there's more than just for me, so gonna share it with you. Welcome to the Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. I'm Jim Williams, your host. Well, today we're going to talk with my buddy Katie of Brighton, and Katie is a delight. She is, my friends, one of the busiest models out there, and um, I got to tell you, she's a talented lady with uh, the ability to do everything from runway modeling to lingerie modeling to life drawing. I mean, folks, she does it all. She's a TV presenter, a woman of many talents, and as I said before, a very busy one, Katie. I'm telling you, it's hard to catch up with you, my friend. You have been all over the place. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've been up to? Hello, I'm very good. How are you? I'm well, thank you very much. (laughs) So, my goodness, tell us a little bit about where you have been and what you have been doing, because, my dear, you have been all over the place. (laughs) Okay, Um, so I model a lot. And I do different types of modelling. So I do a lot of things like photo shoots, but I also do life drawing as well. So in my day, I could run from job to job because I also have a day job. So I can end up doing some weeks where it's the usual kind of hours, but then some weeks I can end up doing quite a lot of modelling on top. So I think it'd be pretty busy. Mm -hmm. Like I've looked at one week in March and I've got four days of work, like office nine to five, and then I've got six modeling assignments in the same seven days <laughs> it can be a bit busy to juggle it yeah absolutely so what is a day in the life of katie juggling stuff really so i work mm-hmm. um my usual kind of job which is a lot to do with supporting people and uh-huh. a lot of headspace kind of work because okay. there's a lot of listening and reflecting and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so i do that and yeah and then sometimes I get I'm very uh, I do a lot of work in the city of Brighton so Uh it's a great art city it's always got stuff going on and it's really good for being a life drawing model because so many Uh people are artists and they Uh do these classes after work so I finish work sometimes and then I get home and have a quick changeover and get into Uh like some easy clothes and then Uh head down into the city and try and do some uh, life drawing classes and try and catch Uh them so that's that's quite often a day and then I get back around like to finish and have a little sleep and it starts again. So how'd you get involved with Lingerie Lowdown? So I saw some other models that were doing it actually, some quite well-established mm-hmm. models and you've got quite a lot from the Sussex area actually mm-hmm. Um it's interesting where the concentration of models are but there's certainly quite a few and one of my good friends is starting to model as well for them so mm-hmm. perhaps there's a lot of word of mouth but I saw some of the models um going for it and then also I had heard from a hairstylist who works with those models about the work that they were doing so I thought oh I'll, I'll get in touch and I got lucky it always helps to ask that's how I find like that's why I'm so busy I think because I hustle <laughs> There's nothing wrong with asking. Asking is always a good thing. Now, I must say that one of the things that has always impressed me about you is your ability to literally bring yourself and break down that third wall, as we call it in, in television. You're able to, with your vibrant personality, basically 
connect in such a way you almost come right through the screen. Has that something that uh, been something that's come easy to you or is it something that you've done through your TV presenting work? I mean, you seem so comfortable in front of the camera. Has that always been something that's happened or is that something that's taken you time to get used to? No, I've, I've not been used to that. I think that maybe, I, don't, I feel a bit shy talking about if I'm good at stuff. I think maybe, um, I think maybe it comes from the fact that in my day job, I have to have a lot, I give a lot of confidential and impartial advice and mm -hmm. listen to people's stuff. And if you can't be authentic in that and interested, then it's not going to work. So I suppose that it would make sense that my style would be more like, conversational and bringing uh -huh. you in that makes sense I think that's maybe it maybe um certainly I had to really get over nerves for presenting like it's it was actually something to break out more of my comfort zone um the reason why I started doing bits of tv was to put me in a place where I'm a bit uncomfortable because I knew that actually in my day job I was going to have to give the odd talk and that was something like public speaking really scared me so I ended up doing pres like presenting to try and make mm -hmm. myself more used to it and I, as I said I suppose my style is to be more conversational because that's what I do usually and mm -hmm. I guess that's how I'm more I couldn't be fake I suppose I guess I just try and be me. <laughs> well it's funny because you're very relatable. Um, oh. You've got that very comfortable, you make people comfortable in the way you talk and in the way you present yourself. And I think that um, that is not something that is an easy thing to do. So um, you have, uh, if that is your goal, you have uh, met it a hundred percent. Well, it's easy to do as well. It's really fun. You know, the lingerie low down stuff is really fun and we're very lucky because we are encouraged to be honest. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm we're not there selling a product and if we don't believe in it we're going to just try and have to think of something to say like it's not like that you you get to have free reign with how the things fit like whether they're good for you what you feel like they're like in comparison to maybe stuff you've probably worn yourself so we're, we're in a really good place with with lingerie lay down like that as well where you can be really frank and honest because that's what they want mm -hmm. how about um now we know that you do tv presentation and you're a you do a lot of fun things. Tell us a little bit about that part of your job. So I've done a bit of local TV. Um, and yeah, it's, I haven't done so much recently, actually. But mm -hmm. I suppose over the last few months, I was doing little bits of just what mm -hmm. things were going on in my city. And I was covering them. Mm -hmm. um, very different experience because there's no, I don't know, it's, you can retake actually it's not live but right. you're dealing with people who like I think actually the thing is it's like you're dealing with people off the street sometimes mm -hmm. and you're giving them you're leaning them in with the uh, mic and you don't know how long they're gonna talk <laughs> sometimes you're you can't it's not like a flow of conversation where you would talk right. over somebody you kind of have to judge your timing and things like that so it's kind of kind of funny but um yeah I was doing that for a little bit and uh yeah just like local stuff whatever came up really but it's quite mm -hmm. interesting different things whether it's shops maybe or local events there was some stuff on like vegan food things and interest area in the city so yeah it's been good now you once told me that you are a vegan uh are you still uh, a vegan yeah 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 pretty much yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> 
and and you enjoy that particular and it's actually a lifestyle it's not just you can't just be you know a vegan when it comes to um eating it it does require that you um adjust in some regards how you how you live right yeah certainly for products i think mm-hmm. that i'm quite pragmatic around the food um i everything i buy would be uh, but I, yeah, I stay pretty pragmatic. So if I travel, mm. I don't panic. And if someone was to give me something, I wouldn't eat meat because I'm not used right. to it anymore. Right. I used to be a huge meat eater. Um, so I'm not squeamish. I'm just not used to it. It's the brain changes. I think after a certain amount of time, your brain habits change and it won't recognize it in the same way. Mm. So for me, it doesn't, it doesn't naturally, I don't miss it or I wouldn't eat it. If someone made me something and they'd forgotten and put egg, you know, it's not a big deal. I'm not allergic right. and I feel right. really lucky that I'm not mm-hmm. intolerant to anything. Right. Um, certainly with, with products, it's mm-hmm. it's a really good thing that to, yeah, to, to stick with the veganism because there's no need for things like cosmetics. There's no need for them mm-hmm. to be tested in sort of horrible ways. So, yeah, it does. It influences a lot of stuff, you know, even cleaning mm-hmm. products. You know, you can get right. them with hand wash everything yeah <laughs> yeah um i know that you have an outstanding following on uh instagram i follow you on instagram uh and uh you are f- fun and funny and very entertaining on instagram <laughs> and i'm sure you've got a few questions that uh that people have um brought forward uh you want to answer a few of them yeah yeah i can shall I let you know what people are asking me yes please I think a few people are curious of how I started modelling. Okay. So should I answer that? Please. <laughs> so people often ask, I think maybe they make assumptions based on height. So I'm 5'11", mm-hmm. so I'm quite tall. Mm-hmm. And I think I started doing it because they're right, because people would just say, oh, you look like you could model. And then I just got lucky on a few jobs and then managed to carry it on. That's really how I started the um the usual kind of modeling of like photography stuff. Mm-hmm. But the life modeling, I just I started that because um I traveled for like four months and mm-hmm. was very used to doing quite interesting things every day because you can, you're very lucky when you travel and, it, and especially I was in Southeast Asia, it's very cheap. Mm-hmm. It's, right. You can go see this waterfall, you can do da, 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 da. very mm-hmm. like easy every day. And I came back and then um, I was like, oh, I need to get a new job anyway. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, that would be funny. So I went up and did a life class. I had no experience, didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, gave it a go. And then actually found that it was just a really lovely, positive type of modelling mm-hmm. compared to photography. And uh-huh. really, really nice. I did it earlier today. Mm-hmm. And it's just lovely, seeing, like being part of people's learning. And sure. obviously you're getting paid, but it's mm-hmm. nice to be part of something. And it's a really lovely community. So that's how I sort of started doing that one. Also, it is interesting, I would think, to see how other people view you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in both ways, flattering and not. <laughs> but yeah, well, you um, know, that's true too, I, I suppose. You know, there's a double-edged sword there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could be like, oh, I'm not sure my thighs were quite that big. But, um, yeah, it is. And also people's styles. And also yeah. I've done some classes where I've been doing it for maybe, I've probably done live drawing about three years solidly. And as I uh-huh. said, the turnover is very quick. Once you right. get in, it took me a long time to get into the classes. But mm-hmm. once I'm in, because I'm reliable, I've mm-hmm. just kept getting the work. So that means some classes I've been doing for about three years, and you'll see that person's drawing. And they're just 
a hobbyist and they're coming right. in their evenings but you'll see them progress like you can see like when people do a basic sketch to how they're shadowing to then right. it developing and or likeness it's really hard to draw somebody looking like someone faces are really hard and you'll see right. that that person will get their likeness to you and that's really cool as well I know myself I've taken life drawing classes and uh, I've always attempted to make the model look you know as thin or whatever I'm thinking in my own head I'm thinking okay I want to draw this but at the same time I want to do you know justice to the person I'm like oh my god you know I'm like you know <laughs> terrified that I'm gonna not do this in a way that it's gonna be you know that it's not gonna be flattering uh, yeah. but you know I used a lot of erasers. What can I tell you? Anyway, yeah. uh, let's move on to the next uh, question. Oh, um, I'm just trying to think now what people have asked me. I think people, I get, I think people are like curious about the life drawing as well. I think that they right. feel like it's it's a, like weird or something. Like I think they think mm-hmm. it's to get their head around nudity in different contexts. Mm-hmm. So I think people have said like, oh, that's really brave or questions around mm-hmm. like that and getting over that fear. Um, but again, that's something that becomes so normalized because of the environment. And it's very, mm-hmm. well, not clinical, but the actual nudity is done in such a different way to say, even a lingerie shoot could be where it's mm-hmm. all about selling something else. But the um, right. life drawing itself becomes so much more about the functional use of your body and the strength your body has to hold sure. pose. and. You can have a lot of fun with it. So yeah. you get all sorts of questions about, about the life drawing. And what, what are you scared of? People think that the things that I'm worried about, they mm-hmm. are not quite based in the reality of what I'm worried about. I'm more worried about like not people looking at me. I'm more worried about not being able to sustain a pose for that long or getting cramped sure. or my stomach yeah, get, rumbling. Getting <laughs> or a cramp, that would, yeah, getting a cramp, that would be, uh, yeah, I would think. It's yeah. funny. Funny, Kitty, when you're talking about nudity, I've worked um, many years um, with Playboy and others as directing videos. And um, it's such a situation where people say to me, doesn't your wife know, you know, isn't it glamorous? It is the least glamorous thing I've ever done. Okay. Yeah. It's five o'clock in the morning. It is cold. It is windy. It is, you know. It is rainy, you know, whatever the elements are there, it's there. I mean, it could be hot, whatever. And you're just like, you're just like shooting, you know, it's like, okay, this, that, and the other. And at a point you actually, honest to God, I mean, I realize these are gorgeous women. You have no idea. You are just like, okay, move over here, please. All right, over there. All right, fine, 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 fine. And you just, you just, it's not, it's not in any way sexual glamorous or anything. It's a job and we do it. And, you know. It beats other lines of work, no question, but it is the least sexual or the least um, glamorous part of of any number of things I've done in my life. And I don't mean to, I'm just saying it's a job and people need yeah. to know from a modeling standpoint, it's a job. Yeah, and that, I think it's quite interesting how that leads on because you're right, actually, because then sometimes it can be misconstrued and perhaps mm-hmm. then you get messages that are maybe right. not linked to you being work mode so my account is just a work account and um mm-hmm. it's not personal dating account right. or anything like that yeah. but um yeah there's so you know you're selling a you're selling a concept so modeling itself you know it's not even about the product so no 
the bag or something it's not about that it's about what that would mean so you're uh-huh. conveying an emotion so if you yeah. have it's quite it's a bit dark really isn't it but it's like yeah. you're happy if you have this bag and it's all about selling a dream and I do a lot of uh-huh. bridal as well I do uh-huh. bridal shows and people again misconceptions of that and they're like it's be so lovely and you get to wear bridal dress and I'm like actually terrifying because I'm scared of ripping this four thousand pound dress and tripping right. over on a runway <laughs> instead of being having been really smiley and like oh this could be your like wedding day but instead I'm like inside just thinking don't trip don't trip in front of people right <laughs> yeah and, and wedding dresses you know are not the easiest things to get on and off no no they're not I've got a, I've got a little um burn like almost like a carpet burn on my side because on um it was the mm-hmm. Thursday night when I messaged you. I, I did an hour's a runway for an hour. Right. That was a lot of dresses to get in and out. I've got a little war wound on the side. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh. so it's, it's hard. It's, um, you're looking sort of serene and a lot uh-huh. of these things. But, yeah, there's loads going on in the background with modelling and, and um, a oh. lot of hard craft all that all the girls do. Yep. Not as fun or as glamorous as it looks, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Katie, I got some questions for you. Mm-hmm. You don't mind. These are for no, our, our friends at Lingerie Lowdown. And they're really, it's just A, B, your questions. Okay, there's no right, no wrong. Mm-hmm. It's your preference, okay? Yeah. Here we go. Silk or nylon? Nylon. <laughs> okay. Lace or floral? Sorry for the pause. All right. Oh, yeah. so cool. Ponder if you like lace or floral. Oh, it depends what it is, though. Do you know what is? Um, I think this is the thing about working for lingerie lowdown is that that you might think a certain thing and then I'll have a product and it will change yeah. it. Um, I'm saying floral because I did a review on um uh, underwear set that was a really cute little floral design and mm-hmm. I love it. So I'm going to go with that. All right. Brief or thong? I'm just going to go brief for now. Oh. <laughs> I'm feeling hey, cozy. I told, I told you there's no there's no wrong or right here. So you can't, you know, don't worry. Whatever you want is what you get. Okay. No wrong answer. You're not being graded on this. Okay. Bra or bralette? Bra. All Going right. for the support. <laughs> there you go. Padded or not? Padded. Always, always go for more on that. <laughs> always go for help. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are you a swimsuit or a bikini girl? Oh, swimsuit. Totally. I love oh. a swimsuit. I love a bodysuit. Yeah. Okay. That's coming up later. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> are you a, are you a summer or winter girl? Summer. Hundred percent. Me too. Um, Stockings. It's more fun. That's right. Stockings, pantyhose, or tights. Stockings. Okay. Nude or black? <laughs> black. Sheer or opaque? Sheer. All right. Now I think you've already tipped this one. Are you a bodysuit person or not a fan? Oh, love them. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> so there you go. 100% for her on the bodysuit fan. All right. Now, look, without naming brands, okay, 
give me some of your favorite and least favorite things you have reviewed on Lingerie Lowdown. Um, okay, least favorite things that don't fit because <laughs> it's just so annoying. <laughs> so I have reviewed some tights and was really perplexed with the fact that I had a few a few different ones and one was fine and then two didn't fit and it was the same size. And the mm -hmm. worst thing about tights, if they don't fit, is if they go baggy around the crotch. Because yep. A, it's horrible and you're pull pulling them up. And B, you're not going to be feeling sexy with the baggy crotch. <laughs> you know, I'm not even going to touch that. Okay, fine. Yeah. Yes, you're absolutely <laughs> probably not going to feel sexy with the baggy crotch. You're, generally, you're not, are you? It's just not going to fit. Like okay. tights aren't even that sexy in the yeah. first place, yeah. really. Right. Um, I think stockings are like the more sexy item and then right. if they're not fitting right like anything it's just going to make you feel rubbish and that's right. that's the key of underwear isn't it confidence it is. absolutely feel right. absolutely so, things that I've loved I have mm -hmm. had some really nice body suits but I've had some really really good um sets from the same company mm -hmm. um bra and pants sets and they've fitted really well been really nice um again they make you feel great when you wear mm -hmm. them and that's that's the key of underwear and um yeah they've been really gorgeous so yeah <laughs> all right okay now you are my expert okay give me five things that any woman should have in her lingerie um you know arsenal there given the fact and again we're not talking about you know, major expense or whatever, but things that you feel that every woman should have in their um, in their lingerie, uh, as I collection. said before, arsenal collection. Thank you. That's a better word than I, arsenal. I appreciate it. Your wardrobe, that kind of thing. You mean? Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Okay, so a set of underwear that you could wear with anything. So probably maybe like a nude coloured set. Mm -hmm. that was a good cut as well mm -hmm. so you can wear it with anything under anything so it won't show through but also it won't mm -hmm. show through color wise but also fit that'd be one um okay. then something re like really comfy pants mm -hmm. because you just want to chill sometimes uh -huh. and you know you're a girl so things change through your month so you want to mm -hmm. be comfy um and then like an outfit that makes you feel knockout so like mm -hmm. I, for me like I like a good bodysuit like something that ha you have spent that cash on that makes mm -hmm. you feel really sexy and lovely mm -hmm. um what else a good thing to do a uh, physical activity and so like a decent sports bra mm -hmm. something really supportive mm -hmm. that's number four number five Hmm. I think it's always good to have like a backup tights, backup okay. hosiery, because mistakes and little mishaps and snags can happen. I'm very clumsy, mm -hmm. so I used to have to carry around two pairs of tights. So one for me wearing and one in case I snag them. So yeah, I think a mix there, that's quite good. Practical, yeah. cozy yeah. when you need it, but also knock some, some knockouts too. Mm -hmm. There you go. You know, it's <laughs> funny. <my> <laughs> Well, top tips are important. Um, one of our your fellow presenters, uh, Mina, who's from the San Francisco area, 
said something, and I want to get your reaction to it and see if you have this. She said that there, her for her, she likes to wear some of her best lingerie, knowing that no one can see it because on it's kind of like a power thing for her. She says on a day that she knows that she's going to like a big interview or she's going to a big meeting and she really wants to, um, she really wants to do well, that it actually, from a mindset, it's like, it gives her like a superpower. She's got something that's so confident that makes her so confident that she loves to, to just wear it. Is that something that, that ever is involved in, in your uh, process? Yeah, absolutely agree. As I said before, I think that so much of wearing underwear in a woman, so much mm-hmm. of her sensuality and confidence is all in the brain. Mm-hmm. So yeah, completely agree. Um, I'm a bit of like a keeper and I end up having mm-hmm. underwear that I'm just barely touching because I'm like, oh, I'll save it for best. And mm-hmm. I've realized that's a bit of a like why am I doing that and it's maybe it's about valuing and being like no I should just wear that and you're right when you put that on you do feel good and you do think oh it's just a nice start to your day so yeah I completely agree okay all right now as I said before you are a wonderful follow on Instagram please if you like give us your Instagram so we can follow and any other social media that you think that um, people could find you at Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm on Instagram and it's very easy. It's Katie Brighton model. That's it. There you go. Doesn't get much easier than that. Katie, you've been a delight as always. Take care and thank you. you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. Special thanks to Katie from Brighton for joining us today. And, uh, by all means, be sure to follow her on Instagram. She is a great follow and someone who I know you're going to be following on Lingerie Though Down, the website as well. Okay. Well, that comes to a close this week's edition of the show. We hope that you enjoyed it. In two weeks' time, we'll be back with another Lingerie Low Down, the podcast. Until that time, I'm Jim Williams for the entire team here at Lingerie Low Down. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you.